0: Welcome to the Couples Healing Podcast, where you'll get the tools for him to overcome his addiction, for her to find healing from the pain that it causes her, and for you to heal your relationship and come back together. I hope that you enjoy and subscribe. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. I'm looking forward to today because I want to share with you something that I think can help a tremendous amount of people who are struggling and can't seem to get their footing. And sometimes when I work with people, I'll tell them, like, the path, there is a path forward. And so often people just don't have the foundation in place enough. They don't have their footing quite yet between, you know, the husband and the wife. They're, they're struggling, they're fighting, they're feeling disconnected. And sometimes it can take, so I'm going to share with you one thing that can really help give you some footing to then be able to have space to resolve arguments, to have bad days, to repair when things get off track. All of this is so much easier when you have a baseline of what we're gonna talk about today. So again, this is what I wanted to share. I just, I had a session with a client that this was what we focused on. And so I, I know this is just another piece that helps so many people. So I wanted to pass this along to you in, in hopes that if you're in this particular stage, that this is something that you can use. And so uh, working with so many different couples, one of the very common struggles that I find is that they get stuck in their negative cycle of interacting with one another. And what happens, well, maybe I'll just kind of isolate, I'll pick out one of these uh, interactions that seems to go poorly, and then we can apply what tool I want to teach you today. So working with a wife, uh, this this happens countless times where the wife is struggling and she's feeling a lot of pain. She maybe was triggered by a memory or seeing something on TV or any, any number of things, but essentially what happens is because she'll feel pain, she's going to want to find relief. And one of the most effective sources to help resolve and relieve her pain is her husband. And this is again, why I think there's so much value in building and helping couples to come together in a new way to get the support that they need. Because if the wife's feelings got hurt because of the of something that the husband did, the best person to turn to would be the husband to get an apology and to find some closure and to just repair the hurt that that was caused between them. And so when couples are working through the impact of pornography addiction, the impact of betrayal and broken trust, again, the source that we wanna turn to is the person where like it's it's healing it within the relationship where the damage was caused. And sometimes we have to put things in place first in order to find like resolution and healing. Sometimes we need to start to stabilize arguments and fights and give you some tools to do that. And there's other things that we might need to put in place, but ultimately we want to find that closure with that person. And so I want to share with you just one bit here that can help you do that. So going back to the situation, if the wife brings up her pain and turns to her husband and says, hey, you know earlier today i was just uh, i was getting ready for work and then um as as i was getting ready for work or as i was getting ready for the day i just thought about and then fill in the blank whatever you know whatever thing came up for her maybe she just thought about how you know it's it's so painful for them to be in this place where the trust isn't there or if she felt disconnected from a fight they had previously whatever the thing is that she feels pain about if she feels insecure like uh she might not be important to him, so whatever she goes to him and shares, so let me share with you specifically what I saw recently with a couple. So she would turn to her husband and say, "I'm just feeling really hurt because of not only the impact that the pornography has had in the relationship, but I just think about the the many, many years that we've had not feeling close to one another, and I just have felt like I don't matter. I felt like my pain doesn't matter. I felt like I'm not important to you, I just don't feel like I'm." Uh, somebody who you choose. And that really, really hurts for me. Whenever she would go to him and share something like that, this happens for so many couples where the husband hears it and then oftentimes takes it personally and then starts to get defensive, starts to get overwhelmed, starts to shut down, wants to avoid the conversation, blames or turns the tables. There's some kind of a negative response to what she's saying. Which of course then leaves her feeling even more hurt because she's reaching out, trying to be vulnerable. And then the response she gets back seems to confirm in her mind the pain and the fear that, well, yeah, I I guess I don't matter because I tried to share and my husband shut it all down. So maybe I really don't matter to him. So that response in her mind confirms those, those hurts, those pains for her. And then he feels worse because he's taking it personally. He's getting defensive because he oftentimes is going into his shame and feeling like a bad person, feeling like a failure. And so of course, if the conversation makes him feel like a failure, he's gonna be less likely to want to engage in that conversation, which makes sense. I understand that nobody wants to feel like a failure. So there's a couple of things that we can do to help interrupt these negative cycles, to help them go more productively, more positively, because when couples can have that conversation, and the husband can reassure her and say, you know what, I can see why you'd be hurt by all of this and validate her pain and say, I understand, this makes sense. I could see that you know my actions have caused a lot of hurt for you. I'm sorry. I'm really committed to this and I'm working on this and I don't want to keep fighting because you're important to me. That interaction, if he were to say something like that, within 60 seconds, the energy and the, the whole interaction changes. Because ultimately, the wife just wants to know that her pain matters to her husband. She wants to feel like he's acknowledging the impact of his choices. She wants to feel like he's willing to have these hard conversations so she can feel supported. But it ultimately does come down to just her wanting to get reassurance and comfort and to know that her pain does matter to her husband and that he cares about her. And so the things that get in the way of this, again, this interaction where she shares and then instead of responding in a way that I just mentioned, he'll get into his defensiveness and and take it personally. So what do we do? There's a couple of things that help in these moments. And this is one thing that I think I've seen help countless couples. When she can get, when, when they're in a place to have the conversation where she can then share the effect of his defensiveness on her then they're then able to resolve the core level of why they keep getting stuck so let me explain this so for instance if a wife turns to her husband shares what i just mentioned and then he gets defensive and then she again this is what we did in session i know it's really it can be hard to do outside of session but i want to give you the framework so you can try but in session, what I did was I, I, I turned to the wife and said, hey, so what does it feel like for you when he gets defensive, when he doesn't hear what you're saying, when he shuts down the conversation, what happens for you? She says, I feel like I'm not enough. I feel like he doesn't care enough about me to have this this conversation that might make him feel uncomfortable. And I feel like I'm not worthy. I feel like I, I feel unloved and unworthy. And so in session, I, I would have the wife turn and share that with the husband. Because again, they're outside of the moment. So we're just revisiting, hey, when these conversations don't go well, this is how it, in, it impacts her. And she then turns and says, when I turn to you and I'm looking for support and then I get shut down and feel like you don't wanna talk to me, where I go with that is I just feel like I'm not good enough for you. And I feel like I'm unimportant and that you don't care enough to be there for me when I need you. And when she shared that with him, the interaction significantly changed because he was able to get under, that, that share was able to get underneath the defensiveness for him because it was so clear that it wasn't even about him. When she shares her pain, it's not about him being some failure and some terrible husband and a bad person, which is how he often takes it, when she says, when I don't get that support that I need, I feel like I'm not enough for you. When she shared that, he was then able to reassure her and say, I recognize that when we get stuck in these cycles, I get defensive, I shut down, I get overwhelmed because I feel like I'm a bad person, but I want you to know that you've always been enough for me. I want you to know that you're absolutely worthy and I I do love you, I care about you. And whenever you see me getting defensive, it's not because I don't care, it's because I'm getting caught in my own shame spiral and I'm feeling bad and I feel awful because I've hurt you. So I wanna reassure you now that you can start to feel this, this care from me right now that your pain really does matter and that I wanna be there for you. So when they had that interaction in session she then felt like the ground underneath her i asked her i said what happens for you when you hear that she says my anxiety dissipates i feel a lot more at peace i feel reassured and it feels like there's this baseline there that i am important to him i feel like i you know this helps me to better understand why we've been stuck in these cycles over the last you know long time i feel like i better understand this now And that he really does care about me. And so just by him being able to reassure her and validate her and express why he's been stuck in that type of response, it created a baseline for her to feel like she has her footing on the truth of, I matter to him, I'm important, he really does want to be there for me. And he's just, he's learning how to do this. This is all new for him. And so I wanted to pass this along to you. There's two parts of this. This is the first part. I wanted to pass this along to you because one of the fastest ways to create stability is to get the reassurance about your deepest fear. So for her, her deepest fear was not being enough and not being worthy and not feeling like she was important to her husband. So when he can hear that and respond in an empathetic, compassionate way, she walked away from that conversation Feeling confident and reassured that he, so his response, a part of what he would say was like, he felt so certain that she mattered to him and was able to acknowledge, hey, I I haven't shown this to you. I haven't been able to demonstrate this in the way that you've needed it. I've been oblivious to the disconnection that we've had for a long time. I haven't known how to be there for you, but I'm 100% certain that you are important to me that you are more than worthy, you've always been enough. I've just been stuck in my cycle for a long, long time. Her hearing that created this baseline. Now for her, she walked away from the conversation saying, now there's room for bad days. I can handle it when bad days happen because hearing him say this to me right now reassures me that I really do matter. That his intention isn't to make me feel even worse. When he doesn't respond very well, he's still learning how to do this. But knowing and feeling reassured that I matter to him is how I'm gonna be able to keep getting through any one of these you know, bad moments that might come up because now I have like a foundation of feeling secure. And so to summarize all that, like I said, the fastest way to create security is to get reassurance about our deepest fear. And so when he responded like that, this is what created that stability for her and then I wanted to have him have the same interaction his biggest fear was that she, that he's not enough for her, and that he's a failure and he's a bad person. And so, for the husbands who are listening, or even for the for the wives, maybe even more so, when your husband ter- goes into this like defensive, reactive, withdrawn response, it's almost always because they're going into shame. And husbands maybe resonate with this idea that if you see your wife hurting then that sends you the message, you know, I did this, I'm a bad guy, how could I have done this to her? What's wrong with me? I'm a failure. Or some shame message along those lines, which when you feel that, that's what causes the defensiveness and the shutting down and the overwhelm. And so just as important that the wife has her fears reassured, it's equally important that the husband does too. And so that's what we did in session. They were far, this particular couple was far, far enough along to where we could have these conversations because there was enough stability. they they'd already been building this connection and repairing the trust. So they were both in a place to reassure each other. You can't do this session one. This is something that you work towards. There's other things that you do session one to create stability, but in terms of helping create stability on this deeper emotional level, this takes a little bit of time to build in, but Essentially, what we did was the same process. He was able to share his deepest fears and why he would get defensive and really get underneath that and be vulnerable and say, this is why I feel so bad. I just feel like I'm a failure. I feel like I'm hurting you because I'm, a, and it makes me feel like I'm a bad person. So she was able to also respond, reassure him that when she comes to him with her pain, that she's not trying to rub his face in it. She doesn't see him as a bad guy, and that's not why she's bringing it up. She's bringing it up because she's looking for reassurance. She's looking for her support. She's looking to know that she matters, and she's not judging and evaluating him and his sense of being, but she's just looking for help. And she reassured him and said, listen, it's it's." It's not, I don't even see you in that way. I don't see you as a bad person. I don't think you're a bad person. I just think that, yes, you've, you've made some decisions and choices that have hurt my feelings, that have breached my trust, but I'm turning to you because I want to connect with you and I don't see you as a bad person. And so when she was able to respond like that and he got that reassurance that that's how she saw him, that created this foundation for him as well which then moving forward will make it so he can have these harder conversations with her without going into defensiveness so much, if at all, because he can then remember, this is not about him at all. This is about how he can support her. She doesn't see him as a bad guy. Therefore he doesn't need to defend himself against that idea. That's already been dispelled because of this positive conversation. And so I wanted to share this tool with you, this process with you, because depending on where you are in this, in your situation, these are the types of conversations that we want to work towards. When we get reassurance about our deepest fears, our inadequacies, our short, you know, our, 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 our sense of self-worth, when we feel reassured by our partner about how they see us, it creates a foundation that then anchors you in to be able to have any conversation you need to. It anchors you in for the bad days that, that inevitably happen for everybody. And it doesn't mean the same thing anymore. There's room for error when we feel connected and secure on this deeper level. And so if this is the stage that you're in and you guys have enough stability to have these types of deeper conversations, this is a this is one of the steps and tools that are so transformational because they really do build this base so that then you can have the conversations that you need to, you can have good and bad days and You might be able to talk about, you know, let's say yesterday you have a conversation about, you know, the the trigger that happened and you feel bad. And then the next day you might have the same conversation because the pain surfaced again. You can have multiple conversations that are tough without them spiraling out of control when you have a baseline. And that baseline often comes through the reassurance of these deeper fears. And that comes after having created enough stability to be able to have those conversations. Because at the end of the session, the wife said, You know, I'm glad that we're talking about this right now because I wouldn't have been able to say this to my husband if I was still completely overwhelmed in my own pain. If he hadn't acknowledged how I've been feeling, if he hadn't been willing to have these conversations with me, if we hadn't made the progress that we had been up to this point, I wouldn't have been able to share this with him because I would be too hurt to be able to have this kind of talk. So if you're in that place where you can have this discussion, I would encourage you to try to express to one another, what are your deeper level fears about yourself? And usually, again, it's these identity-based things about not being enough or worthy or important or bad or something along those lines. Those are our deeper fears. And if you can have that conversation, that's what will help create the stability that you need to continue to work through this process. And if you're not at that stage yet, I would encourage you. So the, 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 if I were to take one step back in the process, which is what needs to get attention to then take this step into this phase, is the wife oftentimes, this is where the, the place that needs to be strengthened. The thing that we need to give attention to is the wife just needs to know that her pain matters. To her husband, specifically, the wife needs to understand and to have an experience That tells her that reassures her that he's moved by her pain that he really does care that he wants to support her and you can have those conversations uh, by sharing she can share how she feels she can share her hurts and when he responds and says i see you you matter to me i'm sorry i want to do this differently i want to improve because you're important those are the types of conversations that help you then move into this next phase of reassuring each other on a deeper level. So wherever you are in the process, I would encourage you to figure out what would be the next step for you. Maybe it would be having these initial conversations, maybe it would be going further and going deeper and talking more uh, on a deeper level. But wherever you are, this is what I would encourage you to work towards because when couples have this piece in place, this baseline of we're okay, that I matter to you, I'm confident that, that I'm enough for you, I'm confident that you don't see him as a bad person, you see him as a good person who's made decisions that have been you know, ineffective and hurtful. When we feel secure in that, that's the thing that pulls us through these, these, these more difficult moments of this process in particular. So I would encourage you to think about that and give yourself some time this week to have a conversation together depending on where you are to take that next step towards having this type of interaction and get the reassurance that you need because this is ultimately what brings so much relief and peace all along the way, which then heals the damage of the past, which allows you to then move forward, feeling confident that things are going to be different, um, as you take those steps together. So I would encourage you to take those, uh, take that, take that time this week to have that conversation. And I hope that helps. And then, uh, I look forward to speaking with you again next episode to give you some more tools. Cause I know this, this path, this path can be overwhelming at times. So I, I know there's just a lot of pieces to it. So I, that's why I, I want to make sure that you're getting the resources that you need. And so if this has been helpful, I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, if you leave a, a rating and review that helps me to know if this is helpful and helps me to know how I can continue to serve you guys as you're listening. Cause I, I really do want people to be successful in this process. And I hope that uh, you don't feel like you're alone in this. Cause again, there's, there's ways to get help and, and move forward with that, with that hope. Okay. So thanks again, everybody. We look forward to, I look forward to speaking with you again uh, next session uh, next episode, and we will talk to you then. Take care. Wait, before you go, I'm offering free access for my podcast listeners to a course I created. So make sure you go to coupleshealing.org so you can get some tools to start the healing process individually and in your relationship. Or if you want even more support and you'd like to work with me directly, you can contact me with the info that's on that website as well. I'm excited for you to make progress on your journey.